Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan and here in Melbourne, Australia, just wanting to present to you the Kingdom message that Jesus preached. And with that message comes the ability to implement it. Now, nothing that I'm saying is going to make any sense to your natural mind. As Paul said in Corinthians, the the natural mind cannot understand the things of the Spirit But the spiritual-minded man can understand or perceive and discern all things. So today, if you're a born-again Christian, uh, welcome to the kingdom. You have received imperishable seed, Peter said, that cannot perish. And that seed is absolutely going to grow. Remember, the Word of God in Isaiah says that, that when God sends His Word, it will accomplish the thing for which He sent it. And he certainly sent his word, Jesus Christ, and he certainly sent his Holy Spirit, and he certainly deposited his word in your heart. Jesus talks about that word being the word of the kingdom. He talks about that word being able to grow because of your understanding. Understanding, if you read Proverbs, is more than just knowledge. Understanding is the ability to put something into practice, put something into reality. Solomon was able to demonstrate his knowledge, demonstrate his wisdom through application. Now, I really believe that the best application is to, through relationship with Jesus, do what he says and say what he's saying and do what he's doing. Jesus said that he's He said, if you love me, you will obey me. So there's a lot more to Christianity than just believing. There's a lot more to Christianity than just going to church. Christianity is to walk as Jesus walked. It's to live as Jesus lived. It's to do what he did. And he loved people and he healed the sick and raised the dead and he preached the gospel of the kingdom and he set people free. And today I'm absolutely astounded that he changed my heart. That is the greatest miracle. No one can take away sin. No one can cleanse our conscience like Jesus and accomplish what the blood of Jesus did. According to Psalm 51, he actually took away my heart of stone and put inside of me a heart of flesh. But there's so much more. There's so much more. I mean, the very moment that you were born again, so many things occurred immediately, instantaneously. You were instantaneously seated at the right hand of God in the heavenly places. You were instantaneously forgiven for all your sins. You were The power of sin was instantaneously broken. So for the first time, you were no longer a slave to sin, but you became a slave to righteousness, which meant that your default position was to do the right thing. Then instantaneously, the laws of God were written on your heart. So suddenly you want to please him. You begin to have the opportunity to walk in the character of God. You also instantaneously receive the kingdom. You also instantaneously receive the Holy Spirit living inside of you. You have the opportunity to receive the Holy Spirit clothing you with power as well. You're instantaneously baptized into the church. You become part of the body of Christ. So many things happen. But as 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 I think was it Paul or James, I think James might have said, 
Even the demons believe in God, obviously. So being a believer, in a sense, is is that really enough? Because we found that there were people in churches in the New Testament, people like Ananias and Sapphira, even people like Judas, people who we thought were one of us, but they were not one of us. Paul, John talks about the Antichrist who've come. He's not talking about, you know, Adolf Hitler. He's talking about people in the church. He said, there are blemishes at your love feasts. There are clouds without rain. There are wolves in sheep's clothing. Jesus talked about that in a parable where he said, it's going to be at the end of the age when the angels separate. So today, my message is profound. It's about application. It's always about taking it further. At the end of the day, God has done everything that he can do for you and I. It is up to us to engage. It's not through works. It's through faith that we're saved. It's by a grace gift from God. We're saved by faith through, through by grace through faith, or by faith through grace, whichever way you want to look at it. It's agreeing with what God's already done. But as a Christian, there are no limitations because we've been given his name, we've been given his son, we've been given his word, we've been given his Holy Spirit, we've been given the keys to the kingdom, we've been forgiven for all our sins. So we have no need to worry because every one of our needs are going to be met. We have no need to worry because God said today has enough worries of its own. Don't worry about tomorrow. You have a good father who knows what you need before you ask it. So if you really understand everything in the Bible, you realize that you have no permission to defend yourself. You have no permission to care for your own life. Jesus said, if you love yourself, if you love your life, you'll lose your life. So really what I'm saying here, the understanding and application comes when you realize that you have no excuse but to love people because you don't have to protect yourself. You don't have to provide for yourself. You don't have to worry about what people think because you have no rights. So you don't need to defend your rights. You know, Jesus became a servant. He didn't defend himself when he was punched in the face the Ananias uh, at the high priest's house. Um, you know, he, he didn't defend himself when Pilate and, and all these people were interrogating him. So what I'm saying is, if there's a poor person, you can feed them. You know, if there's a sick person, you can pray for them. If, if someone hates you, you can love them. That's what I'm saying. And the message today is, Guys, and thanks for listening. And by the way, you can submit questions now on Spotify. Uh, This podcast is also available everywhere else, but on Spotify you can post questions. Romans says something really interesting. It says that, that all have fallen short of the glory of God. So think of a little child who wants to go on a ride at, a, at an amusement park. They want to go on the roller coaster and they, they're too short. They, they come up to the sign and there's a ruler and a line and they don't make it. You know, there's nothing they can do. They can stand on their tippy toes or wear long, longer shoes. They're never going to get in. That, that, is what, that is what it's talking about when it says we've fallen short of the glory of God. But I want to pose this question to you. What if earth 
has fallen short of the glory of heaven. You know, what if I believe that God made man in his image? God made man in his image and he made the earth in the image of heaven. Now, I can't (laughs) prove it like biblically, although there are thousands of scriptures that refer to the parallel. For example, I spoke in last episode that Jesus Christ's blood, it says his blood went into heaven and was placed on the mercy seat. But really, physically, his blood remained on the earth. Similarly, similarly, Satan, it says, fell like lightning. So Satan obviously spiritually fell. I mean, he's invisible. No one like sees Satan walking across the road like, oh, is, is, that, is that Bill Gates? Is that Steve Jobs? Is that, is that Satan? No, he's in the spirit realm, but he's real. But the spirit realm is just, it's here. Jesus said that. He, he said the kingdom is within reach. So there is this kingdom realm that is so real that it can cast out demons. It's so real that it can, can grow people's limbs back. It's so real that, you know, Jesus can walk through a wall and, and, and walk on water and do all these amazing things. And it's actually accessed through faith. But there's a demonic realm. There's this spiritual realm that's also here. And Jesus told us to pray, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So God clearly wants there to be a convergence. God wants heaven to come to earth. He wants earth to be like heaven and he wants man to be like God. And really, this is for me, I I feel like I have the most amazing title of my book because my first book is called God Men little g god men we're not we're not the god okay we're we're made in the image of god and jesus called us god men i mean jesus said you are gods to the ones whom the word of god has come to he, he says that in psalm 82 verse 6 and he quotes it in john chapter 10 so if we are made in the image of god then an earth is made in the image of heaven then we're both fallen. We're both fallen from the glory of our our potential. Now, man's potential is God. Paul says that. It's Christ in you is the hope of glory. So it brings it all the way around 360. Before you meet Christ, you've fallen short of the glory of God, the image of God. Now that you're born again, Christ in you is the hope of the glory of God. Christ in you, the hope of glory. God wants to give you his glory in the sense that Jesus prayed, Father, I pray that they would be one as we are one. Father, I pray that the glory that we had in the beginning, that you would share with them that glory. What he's saying, it's not like It's not like he's just praying for you to wear a royal robe and have a ring on your finger. We do get all of that. But really what Romans says and what the Bible says from Genesis to Revelation is that man is a copy of God and earth is a copy of heaven. And we're both fallen in the same way that man is fallen and his spirit is dead and he's separated from God and he dies now and he's under the law and he's under the curse and he's under sin and he's under Satan. 
In the same way, all creation groans for the sons of God to be revealed. All of creation has been subjected to futility as well. And the, the title of my book has a subtitle, and the subtitle is, so it's God men, copies of God, making a copy of heaven on earth. Copies of God making a copy of heaven on earth. You don't need to read it. You just need to to really just be yourself. Because if Christ is in you, what is what is an opportunity for you is for Christ to be formed in you. God wants to bring you to maturity. Maturity is when you look like Jesus. You walk like Jesus. You become patient and kind and you have self-control and you have the fruit of the Spirit and you actually walk as Jesus walked. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. And I believe that today, right now, this podcast, my words are spirit and they are life. And there's an opportunity for you to step into an abundant life. Jesus Christ died for you and I to have abundance. If you're a Christian, there's more abundance available. We need to repent. Jesus wrote letters to the church to repent. The word repentance there means, in the Greek, it means to turn around. The, the, Latin, the, the Latin word is more to do with penance. That's where the word repentance comes from. But, but we probably didn't translate it the way it was written, which is, is turn around and face God again. When, when the kingdom comes, we are uh, forced to make a decision. When Jesus stands before you and proclaims the truth, you can do one of two things. You can change, because he won't. So the only other option is to, 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 to rebuke him. Like, like the Pharisees, they didn't want to change, so they killed him. They didn't want to change, so they killed Paul. They didn't want to change, so they killed Stephen. They, they, they killed these people in the Bible, because when the truth is proclaimed to you, doesn't matter if you're a Christian or a non-Christian, an atheist or a, an agnostic or a Pentecostalist or a, or a warlock or a witch. doesn't matter. Everyone will encounter truth eventually. But if you encounter truth through my podcast or if you encounter truth through the Bible or if you encounter absolute truth through an encounter, you can either change and respond to the word or you have to distance yourself from me because I am the light that's speaking. I am speaking the truth. And so this is our opportunity as Christians. We can walk in the light. We can continue to walk in the light. We can spend time reading his word. We can we can humble ourselves. Remember, Jesus did teach us to hunger and thirst for righteousness so that we would be filled. As a Christian, we continue to hunger and thirst for righteousness. We continue to be washed with the water of the word. We continue to beat our body daily, as Paul said. We continue to be soldiers of Christ, not involving ourselves in civilian affairs. We continue to be pruned by God, who disciplines those he loves. And so today, I just want you to give God your yes. You can disagree with me, you can hate me, you can delete my podcast, you can write an article about how crazy I am, or you can agree with the kingdom and just say yes. 
So, Father, I just pray for those who you've given ears to hear, that you would uh, engage with them. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you would um, burn with them. You are a consuming fire. John the Baptist said of you, Jesus, that you baptize with fire. Thank you, Lord, that this person listening gives you permission to burn everything that's not of you. Lord, I'm excited for them and I pray for them that they would walk along the path that you have for them, that you've written a book about them and they're going to fulfill all of the days that are written about them. I pray that they would be fruitful. And I pray, Lord, that if they have a teachable, humble heart as as they're listening today, that you would give them the kingdom, that they would bear fruit, and that you would give them signs and wonders that would follow confirming the word that that they are going to preach. I pray, Lord, that they wouldn't just preach, you know, Christianity, but they would preach the kingdom, the message that Jesus preached. I pray that they would be a church and they would believe and they would they would go to church, but more than that, that signs and wonders would follow, that power would cause them to to cast out demons and see sick people recover and that they would be able to tell them that the kingdom has come. God, we, we want application, God. We want, we want to expand the kingdom. We want to lead people to Christ. We ask that you would make us into fishers of men. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. I've been Jonathan, and you've been listening to Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. Bye for now.